Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Is there a snobbery towards trades? and people working in trade jobs. New research out today shows that four in ten parents want their children to end up in a trade rather than an office-based job. And uh, Frankie is with us on the line in uh, in County Monaghan today. Frankie, you, you were a tradesperson. Is there a snobbery, do you think, around trade? Oh, uh, most definitely, Andrea. Andrea, I'm uh, still a tradesman. Uh, I'm in the trade since I was about 15 or 16 years of age. As far as I'm concerned, I have the best job in the world outside every day, meeting new people, seeing all parts of the county, all parts of the country. So um, there's definitely definitely a snobbery. And, and, you know, this is nothing new. Years ago, I don't know if you were aware of a saying, it used to, years ago, people would say, he has great hands, he has great hands. Now, the original saying, Andrea, was he has great hands, but he's as thick as... SH1T. That was the original saying, and and it was always the lads that were no good at the books, or showed no interest in the books, that generally went into the trades, or pulled out of school uh, early. But that's all changed now, and I was one of them kids that uh, didn't show any interest from a certain part of town, and uh, and, uh, no interest in the books. Now those kids are being picked out for extra help, you know, and extra support, which is brilliant. But I've seen it for years, I'm Mm -hmm. home 23 years from America, and I've just seen it that, uh, you know, it, it, there was an issue on there a few weeks ago about not being made welcome in certain cafes or, or this or that. Right. But it's just a continuation of that. And, and the good thing about the trades, you know, I would, uh, I, if I'm chatting to some young boy and I'm asking what was he doing, he said, oh, no, I always say, something, listen, try the trades. I worked with an electrician, a plumber, and I worked with a carpenter. And I knew after day two, that uh, this was it for me. It was just brilliant. He was yeah. hanging doors and doing skirtings and architrave, and it was all visual. And I'm at it since, you know. So, yes, there was always uh, uh, the okay. guys on the trades, were there. there. The lads with the, yeah, the, the muck hanging off them, and you know what I mean, just uh, out every day, rooting and tearing. And maybe the concept, you know, that they come home and they're in the pub and maybe go to work the next day in the same clothes. But uh, thankfully, that's all changed, Andrew. Has you know? it changed, though, Frankie? That's the thing. Has it changed? It has, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it has. But I think the parents now see the advantage now of maybe their kids, boy or girl, going into the trades, getting jobs done around the house. I mean, it's impossible to get a tradesman. I'm yeah. busier now, Andrea, at the age of 55 than I ever was. Right. The young guys aren't getting into it. So the parents are seeing that uh, there's a huge shortage in trades. Andrea, were the guys making the big money now? And it, you know, supply and demand. And the young guys are seeing this. I have an electrician coming coming to me tomorrow. I'm in a one two one five one van, and my young electrician rolled up to me last night in a BMW, and I'm laughing, going, "Hang on a second, you know what's wrong? There's something wrong with this picture, you know." In in, in demand, and it just shows you how it can. You know, I suppose it it probably comes and and goes as well over over different periods. Sandra is with us as well, Frankie. Stay with us. Um, Sandra is on the line as well. Sandra, is do you think there's a snobbery towards trades? I do, and I totally agree with Frankie um, to a certain degree. There is still a bit of snobbery. Um, I'm coming more at it from my son. Um, is just started an apprenticeship. And um, in leaving search year, it wasn't the norm. Or if somebody asked, what's he going to do? And he said an apprenticeship. It's not, I wouldn't just quite say it was looked down upon, but it was, you, it was treated slightly differently. And like Frankie said, it was assumed that maybe you weren't as clever or as bright as the other kids. 
I'm which is really say wrong. This, Sandra. Like, would there be commentary? Maybe not directly to your face, but um, you kind of get the vibes around it. And I, my son sat the leaving cert, did a really good leaving yeah. cert, really good. Would have no problem getting into college. But we both knew, him and I knew, or we think we know anyway, that college isn't the route for him. I have an older son who's in college and it suits him fine. But it's not for everyone. As, as Frankie said as well, if you're good with your hands, his forte's were in the technology subjects, the engineering subjects, shone at those, and that just identified that that's the area and we're better than to be on the job learning something. He will be going to college. He mm. will have five months in college in first year. And... Um, but I think it's to do with it, when you're at school level, if you're not going on to university and getting that degree. So I think maybe if the apprenticeships were given an opportunity, yes, they come out with a level six and they can further that after four years. But maybe if they just the qualification that they actually achieved at okay. the end of the, the four years was held in higher regard. Then it might um, attract more it might maybe sort of encourage more. Like out yeah. of a class, out of a year group of 210 students, He's the only one I know now. I'm sure there is more. That actually there is a girl I know as well went in to do hairdressing and apprenticeship. But there's so few of them that go towards apprenticeships. Yeah. And now you can get them in IT areas. You can get them in insurance. It's not just... The, the trades are definitely the high, you know, the, the ones that are more popular, yeah. I suppose, with, with, uh, with people. And and this these figures out today, this survey that almost half of parents actually want their, their kids or, you know, to... to I don't to... think that... I don't think that applies here. No, right. not from... I think they're becoming a little bit, I have to say now when I would say it, he's doing an apprenticeship, I don't quite, most of the comments are at the moment in the last few months is, that's great, what's it in or what's he doing mm. or is he enjoying it? It's not so much, oh, he didn't go to college. But I think while you're still in school in our fifth and sixth year, it's all about getting points yeah. and all That's about the whole focus. Did, wait, wait, Frankie, um, Frankie, you mentioned you're you're um, you're back from the states now a, a good while. What what was the attitude in the US towards trades? Was it the same here? Uh, well, Andrea, ninety nine point nine percent of the lads that went and girls sure, that went to America were, were in the trades. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know, and we were we were described at the time as Erlingus carpenters. We kind of learnt it as the carpentry on the way over. Yeah. You know? but over there the Yanks, you know, you know, the Americans they have a great. Everything over there, it's not about speed, it's convenience, timber-framed houses, and and it's all uh, a lot easier. And it's good to set you up for coming back here. But uh, the, the, the difference in America is, you know, when you go over there to work, you don't work, you don't eat. <laughs> you know, so there's no more better incentive to get up and at it. And, and it's great. I love to see lads heading away off to America. My wife said to me, yeah, that's great until some of yours are going. My kids are still young. And maybe she has a point there, okay. you know. But I think well, it makes you. I mean, I went over there and I, I could, nearly couldn't boil an egg. But by Jesus, I wasn't long learning. You know, all you, the life skills. Would you, you know are, what I mean? Yeah. Now I'm are exaggerating you, now. Yeah. Are, but, you, are you in the 50% Frankie that would like your children then to get into a trade over an office job? Oh, I would love, I joke here that I come home every day and hand the two, two young lads. My uh, oldest is 11 and then of a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old, the oldest girl, uh, the, the oldest one's a girl. And uh, I joke, I come around, come home from work every day and hand the boys a measuring tape, you know, kind of joking. Now, my daughter's going to secondary school and it's done me hard good. She has picked woodwork, you know. The fact that she even picked it and showed an interest, and maybe she sees it from here. I seen it from my father. My father died a young man at the age of 48, and he was always rooting and tearing around the house and building cupboards. And I was amazed at this, how he could turn a sheet of plywood into cupboards and that, you know. Mm. 
So, uh, yeah, I think, as the last lady said, I don't think the numbers are that high. Okay. No, I think okay. people, you know, they're going to say, yeah, they'd love to see them r- r- rather than uh, uh, discriminate against it. But, the you know, might I, say I, I always joke, than... but I have free membership of a gym every year. I, I, every day I'm going out and I'm lifting and I'm hauling and I'm outside and I'm inside yeah, and a great yeah. mix. But, Andrew, i seen some very interesting, I think it was uh, in Sky News and the Daily Mail or something, and they'd done a half-page uh, cover, and it was, it was split. The page was split. On the left-hand side, there was a 30-year-old girl. On the right-hand side, there was a 30-year-old guy. On the right-hand side, the guy was 30 years old. He was a bricklayer, self-employed, had a mortgage, two holidays a year, and he had a, a nice car. On the flip side, the girl that went to college and degrees and diplomas, she gets the bus to work every day. She has student loans, and she's living on noodles. Right. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, well, I suppose so, it depends too, maybe the, the industry or wherever she's working as well. Let me bring in Robert. Robert is, in the, is on the line in Cork. Um, Robert, you're a stonemason. Do you feel yeah. there is a kind of a negative attitude towards people in trades? No, I've, I've actually never come across it, uh, funnily enough. Um, plus being being a tradesman for nearly the, the past 40 years, like I've, I've always enjoyed my work and um, took good pride in my work and met lovely people as other men said there and um travelled, travelled a lot around the country doing work. And thankfully then my, my own son now, he he didn't come into my trade, but he's gone into um the motor motor business. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father had a garage and um our son's my my wife Louise, her father had a garage, so our son has carried the motor trade in his blood. Yeah. And he's now a qualified uh, Ford technician. And um, I must say, I was very, very impressed with the whole apprenticeship, um, you know, what he had to do and all down the line. He was in college and even the graduation, Andrea, was excellent. Yeah. We had it there recently. He was he was tugged out in his, in his gown and his hat and the whole he went up for his, oh, it was amazing. Yeah. I was, I thought, I think the apprenticeship uh, scheme in this country at the moment is fantastic. And would you did you encourage him, Robert, to you know go into the sort of the the, um, the trade <laughs> well, sector rather than? Well, when he did his leaving cert, Andrea, uh, six weeks after he had his leaving cert completed, he was on the floor of the local Ford garage here in Cork. Six weeks, I gave him. I said to him, I said, look, I said, you have a choice now. Get into it quickly. I mean, he's qualified at twenty two years, twenty three, sorry, twenty three years of age a qualified level six technician. He can travel the world mm-hmm. and that's qualification and that's such a young age, you know. Yeah, uh, earning I, early. Oh, amazing. And yeah. the money, he's earning great money, well paid, loves his job, loves buying tools, loves, you know, has great friends in the trade and, um, no, I'm very proud of him and um, I think there's no there's no, I don't see any negativity at all whatsoever okay. against tradespeople. Geraldine in Tipperary has texted in. She says, I completely agree with Sandra. The snobbery actually, I think, comes from the teachers in the school. They never mention apprenticeships. It's always about college and university. Another Tipperary listener says, um, the apprentices qualify. They get paid. They learn on the job. You can go on to study further. 60-something apprenticeships now available. More to follow. Look at the German model. Far superior than ours. Apprentice architects earning money, learning life skills and trade you can go anywhere dropout rates in college are huge I think apprenticeships can um, far outweigh office jobs as this texter Graeme is with us on the line Graeme you work in construction recruitment 
What's your take on this? Like, is there negative attitudes towards trade sectors and trade jobs? Um, I would have to say, I suppose, a negative attitude in total, probably not on a low, you know, on a, on a national level, because um, a plumber might as well be a brain surgeon when you need one. You know, yeah, the, absolutely. It, you know, it's super important. You know, um. Certainly from an overall, now this is specifically, my, my experience is specifically in relation to, to, to trades. Um, I still get the feeling, and I could be wrong, but just talking to guys that I take on and ladies, etc. that, you know, it, it, in a lot of cases, it's the after choice as, a, as, a, as opposed to a planned progression for a lot of people, you know? So, you don't get the right leaving cert results or you don't get the right intercert results and you kind of bumble your way into the local um, uh, builder and he takes you on as an apprentice and away you go type mm-hmm. of thing. Um, <clears throat> now, again, look, at it, I'm, I'm obviously making huge generalizations in relation to my limited experience. However, it, it does seem to be the overall team as opposed to um, a lifelong learning uh, plan that seems to surround most other careers. You know, that you're, you, you, it's not just your first qualification, yeah. it's not just your level six, your level seven, your level eight, it's progressing on throughout your entire uh, life. You know, the phrase lifelong learning is yeah. bashed around. And There's been a lot of discussion, uh, Graham, in recent years, you know, around kind of refocusing the apprenticeship model here uh, and certainly a a big push in that area. And we've we've spoken to the higher education minister, Simon Harris, here previously on on the programme about that. Like, do you think there could be more done? Because you're obviously in the business of recruiting people into trades jobs. Is there more we could do? Oh, definitely. I think it's not advertised enough. The benefits aren't advertised enough. As One of your previous callers there was referring to his son's experience and it truly is uh, an opportunity to gain a, a you know a, 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 an accredited um, qualification in a particular area or a particular zone that can allow you in your early 20s literally to travel the world you know if you did a, a plumbing or pipe fitting um, apprenticeship um, you could literally go to Canada anywhere around Europe these jobs are in high demand and I think well again it's my personal Mm. experience there seems to be a lot of focus on tech getting your degree getting into these big multinational companies that are in Ireland and not enough really to educate some young lads and especially ladies like okay okay you know very very a uh, small minority of, 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 of any kind of trades and, and above are women, which yeah. I think is... And the, the two or three that I have met were fantastic in the zone and they're really, really good project managers and, and engineers. Just top of their game. Yeah, it's, But not enough. You know? Yeah, and that's that's the big point too actually been made by, by uh, listeners here today you know, on the text line about trying to encourage uh, more young people to even get involved. Some people surprised by these stats today. Four in ten want their children to end in a trade, end up in a trade rather than in an office-based environment. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. 
We're talking about attitudes towards people working in trades in Ireland. Kevin got in touch with us in Dublin about this. Kevin, do you think there's a snob, snobbery attitude towards towards tradespeople? I, I I think snobbery is probably too harsh a word. I can only I can only comment on my experience as a parent having two sons, one who did a master's and one who qualified as an aircraft maintenance uh, engineer um, and did an apprenticeship in that. So they were completely disparate yeah. um, paths, okay? Um, and to each their own, I, I must say that first, for every child who's out there and every young adult and every person who's doing the leaving cert and stuff like that, they should choose their path. But one of the things I did find, and it was disappointing, is that there was a complete absence of information to be provided to young people in respect of trades and trade opportunities. There appears to me to be a complete fixation in the education system around the points race, around going to college. And when you look at the volume of, of people who drop out of college in their first year because they choose the wrong course, you have to ask yourself, why is that happening? You know, um, there seems to be, if, if, if the Minister for Higher Education, um, you know, wants to address the issue, and we're hearing that there are vacancies in trades right across mm. the board, from beauty therapy to hairdressing to aircraft maintenance, you imagine they can't get people to actually go and fix aircraft at the moment. They can't get apprentices in. And the money's great. The money for a 24-year-old is phenomenal. Yeah. And um, out, out of curiosity, you know, Kevin, when, your, your son that's in, in um, aircraft maintenance, did he? is that yeah. something he always wanted to do or did you encourage him into it? It was something, I suppose his granddad was involved in it. So there was a kind of a, there was a, a, a legacy there to yeah. some extent. But it wasn't something, we, we encouraged him to do whatever they wanted to do. So the older fella took up music and went and did masters and so I had an amazing time in Cork and Limerick doing that um, and is now in the States playing Irish music, which is pretty incredible yeah, when you think about yeah. it. Um, you know, and it's tough. As one gentleman said, you can earn over there, but you've got to earn or you won't, you won't eat. But it's tougher over in the States than it ever was before. Um, but he's still over there and he wants to make his life there. The other guy, he was, um, his, his path was around the whole aircraft maintenance. Um, he was far more... Um, into that whole thing and um, you know you look at you look at one guy there's in the hall one day there was a cello and beside it was a big toolbox yeah you know they both, <laughs> the work, with their, they both work with their hands tools of the trade yeah and they have completely different paths brilliant but one of the things I found which was which resonated with me was the absence of information, information. that a person getting given okay. to young people when they are trying to figure out what do I want to do I with my know. life I mean, you know, transition year to me is an amazing time yeah. for kids to, to, to get an opportunity to try different things. But I think it's at that period, people need to say, by the way, college is not for everybody. Mm. Did you ever think of X, Y or Z? And funny, a yeah. lot of the texts in actually about that today, even Geraldine mentioned it a little earlier too there in Tipperary, talking about um, the discussion that you hear a lot of in school. And it's mainly focused around college and, and university. Uh, Fergal Harrington is with us as well. Kevin Fergal is, uh, is on the line from Intro Matchmaking. Um, Fergal, I'm interested in why you got in touch about this. I know, when I heard it, I just said I had to, I had to pipe up. Uh, basically, every day for the last 12 years, we're listening to people on the phone. And I have to say, not targeting anybody, but it, we have to decline about eight women every single day because of academic snobbishness. So right. there's a huge number of, of women, unfortunately, out there um, who will say things like, well, they'll basically, they'll equate intelligence solely with academic qualifications. So I'll hear, well, I've got a PhD from Trinity College and a master's from UCD or UCC. Therefore, unless this guy has um, my equivalent sort of academic qualifications, <laughs> I just wouldn't be interested. Right. And they, they kind of, they assume that if, if you're a tradesman or you're farming or whatever you might be doing, that your IQ level is, uh, is, is lesser than the others. And, and the exact opposite.
opposite is quite often the truth. Uh, some of our best and most brightest and successful uh, people in the, in, the, in, in the time we had intro uh, have been guys may have left school at 12, 13, start their own business and are massively successful and people. And, you know, massive emotional intelligence, great communication skills, really like on the ball. And then it has to be said, a lot of the time, some of our trickiest clients may have been people who had 25 letters after their names, but may not have been the most socially aware in situations. Was this always the case or is it sort always. of a... Always, we we yeah. never thought it was going to be the case, to be honest with you, Andrea. That's why we set this business up when we were naive uh, 12 and a half years ago yeah. and everyone told us we were crazy. But then in year one, we saw, why, why is everyone so difficult in terms of a few things like So you're saying, age, yeah, women, women, your, your view is and your experience with the clients, women are saying no to trades. Absolutely. Oh, 100% because right. they equate intelligence solely with academic qualifications. Eddie, and, let me bring in Eddie Fergal. Eddie is yeah. on the line as well. Um, Eddie, you got in touch about this. I, I see your hus- your husband's a carpenter. So so you, you're not in the the uh, the group of women that Fergal's talking about? No, actually my father, uh, when I was, uh, say, in my early 20s, uh, whatever you do, get a man that's good with these hands, he'll never be out <laughs> of work. So, <laughs> um, and that's true enough. Um yeah, my husband also has a part-time job uh, as a caretaker in a school and he was working there one day and a uh, young pupil came up to him and said, my mammy said, if I don't do my work, I'll end up with a job like you. And right. he was just gobsmacked. <laughs> yeah, that that's what was being said at home to a child. Yeah. So and, the idea but, that you have a, a male um, caretaker in the school, is that... Have I that right? It was that uh, he was. In other words, my husband wasn't intelligent enough, or hadn't, you know, to get something better than a trade. But is that recent commentary, Eddie? Uh, I'd say about two years ago. Right. So it's very recent. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you? So, do, um, so you think there is this? Come across this, yeah. There is this sort Sorry. of uh, negative or snobbish attitude then oh, towards. Definitely. Definitely. Like, it's it's in schools a lot. Like, uh, I had a nephew um, in secondary school, and there was building work going outside on the school grounds, and he happened to be looking out one day. And the teacher said in a real snide way, that's right, keep looking out there, because you'll only, that's the only place you'll end up on, is a building site. Now, my sister was furious over it, and got on to the principal, and said, like, my nephew isn't the only one that had family or relations in the building trade in that class. And it was such blatant snobbery. And just made, putting others down, and as it turns out, the principal's own husband is a builder. So it didn't go down well with no, her either. No, and that's, and like, you know, the majority of the messages coming in today, Eddie, are about this and about the discussion and perception of trades and people working in the trades in the classroom. Like, most yeah, people here are blaming the teachers, definitely. actually. Yeah, it's, it's right from when they start school. You know, it's all about college. Even in primary school, it's creeping in big time there too. Listen, Eddie, thanks a million for getting in touch with us. Okay. I appreciate it, Jess. Good, good to hear from you and Fergal as well. There are Kevin also on the line. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.